against my better judgment at midnight or not midnight, but around midnight on Cinco de Mayo, I was in an Applebee's. <laughs> and Why? That's not- and I'm sitting there and like there was just like a lull in the conversation and behind like in the booth behind me, someone's phone full blast starts playing the iPhone marimba and then it launches into a trap remix of the <laughs> iPhone marimba and I was like, I needed to get out of here. <laughs> That's actually very good. I love it when you're like, oh, psych. Yeah. This is a, this is a custom tone. Yeah. I love it, too, because, like, the steps you have to go through in 2018 <laughs> to put a custom ringtone on your iPhone, like, you have to open up iTunes. You have to, like, summon the dark god iTunes. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Oh. <laughs> no, wait, no, you do it. <laughs> Welcome to We already did an ASMR bit, but Did we? Probably. I don't know. I don't remember editing an ASMR bit. I feel like you would remember that, so we probably didn't. Hi, welcome to No Script at All. ASMR version. ASMR NSAA. ASMR NSAA. I'm BB. I'm AC. I don't know why why I feel the need to turn everything into an acronym that's not that's not a part of asmr <laughs> i mean just just chase chase your truth just keep asmr in it this is making me uncomfortable though yeah me too i think we should stop okay let's stop hi <laughs> my name is brendan bigley hi my name is andrew caproti welcome to no script at all it is a have you noticed over the past couple episodes <laughs> i sing it every time i do like a little you jingle do, yeah <laughs> that's complete- we should just create a jingle yeah well, maybe yeah. it it it's completely unconscious. It's not a thing that I'm is it? attempting to do. Yeah, oh, just happens. I think I think it's like I I think we're on episode like seventy. Yeah, we've done this for thousand, a while. Eighty thousand somewhere in that vicinity. Um, yeah, just just trying to keep it fresh, trying to keep it interesting. Anyway, no script at all is a podcast about Terrace House, which is uh, a TV show that you should tell your friends to watch. Here's the thing: we're pretty far into the season already. You know what this is about. You know what it's about. If not, hey, welcome. You're on board. Yeah. If you're just joining on this episode, maybe go back. Yeah, maybe maybe check check some of the earlier ones out. But yeah. if not, hey, what's up, man? You're 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 welcome regardless. That's true. That's true. You are welcome to listen, regardless of if you have any yeah. idea what Terrace House is or not. You might be very confused, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We're giving you the choice mm-hmm. to do your own thing. Yeah. And it's not okay to tell be you how to live sometimes. your life. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's just how it rolls. Yeah. If this is you challenging yourself, if this is you, you, you look up, uh, you get out of bed, you you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm going to challenge myself today. And you just like go to iTunes. Sorry, you go to Apple Podcasts and download uh, a random podcast. And it just happened to be this one. And you're like, I'm going to challenge myself by listening to something I don't understand. You know, welcome. Welcome to you. I'm I'm proud of you. You can maybe do a normal thing, like take a cold shower. That's what most people do when they say they want to challenge themselves. Uh, but hey, this is, this is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Sometimes my, my thing that I do when I challenge myself is to eat a salad. So, you know, we all have different things. Yeah. I'm going to be on salad duty for the next month starting tomorrow. Oh, is it a diet thing or is it just, yeah, I think it needs to happen. Okay. You know what I, you know what I, what I, what I've learned? Oh, why is he screaming? (laughs) (laughs) What have you learned? He heard my cat heard me say the word salad and he didn't like it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've learned that kale is good kale is good yeah it's much better than spinach spinach is um cursed kale is on top mm-hmm. spinach is shit tier yeah um you take some kale you massage it for a little bit because you it gotta get massaged mm-hmm. or you can put it on uh, a pan and just like yeah. fry it a bit i guess and some olive oil good magnifique shit. yeah so d- good definitely yeah put some olive oil on that makes you feel healthy yeah. and good. Can I tell you, I think maybe the greatest secret of all time? What's up? When we were kids growing up in the 90s and Nicktoons were a thing. I mean, they are still a thing, but you know, Nicktoons yeah. were a thing. Cartoon Network. Every single show, they had the same general theme. They all, they all kind of like had the same idea. And that idea was Brussels sprouts are bad. Yeah, but you know what? They're fucking great. They're fucking great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's up with that? I don't know. 
I grew up thinking Brussels sprouts were fucking awful too. And then I moved to Austin and I ate some balsamic vinaigrette Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And there were now I'm a I'm horny for Brussels sprouts. They're fucking good as hell. It's almost yeah. It's almost like there was like a religion. It was like we were yeah. It's like there was propaganda. There was like like religious propaganda telling us not to eat Brussels sprouts. Yeah, it was probably paid for by like big fast food or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and now it's 2018 and everyone's woke in their own special ways. <laughs> <laughs> One of those being woke to Brussels sprouts. <laughs> yeah, woke to Brussels sprouts. They're good as hell. Don't eat them raw though. Those are gross. Boiled Brussels sprouts are fucking nasty though. I will stand by that. Mm. They are tiny cabbages. Yeah, that's true. But you got to put, put some balsamic vinaigrette on there, like fry them a bit. Just get them crispy. Yeah. Oof. Throw them on a pan. Put them in the oven. Oh, yeah. Veggies are good. Yeah. Veggies are good. We just talked for another 10 minutes about not Terrace House. So maybe we should talk about Terrace House. Let's talk about Terrace House. This episode <laughs> is uh, it's the fifth one in Opening New Doors. It's called Cocky Kid. And this fucking episode. Yeah, this is this is one of those episodes where I was watching it on the train today. And like I kept looking around just to see if anyone else could believe this shit. <laughs> You believe this shit? Yeah. It's like, oh, wait, I'm I'm watching this by myself and I have headphones on. Nobody else can see or hear this. But yeah, it's it's a doozy. So let's just get into it. I, so before we even get into the show, when they're like recapping everything, uh, they're talking about how Yudai went and uh, interviewed for a bunch of jobs. And Trindle is talking about like, oh, if I owned a restaurant, I would probably hire him. Like, oh, if you look at his personality, like maybe I would. And then like waits for like three seconds is like, ah, actually, I no, don't think I would hire no. him. <laughs> no, I think I think the patrons would hate me because I hired him. Yeah. Trindle spends most of this episode dunking on Yudai in like yeah. really harsh and good ways. The thing about it, too, is like whenever whenever Trendle dunks on someone, it comes from like a very pure and like wholehearted place. Yeah, she doesn't realize that she's being no savage. No, until someone calls her out. She's very good. Uh, so after the panel, we jump into the show as usual. Uh, Mizuki and Taka are drinking together. Mizuki talks about how uh, she just keeps buying six packs for herself and then she drinks all of them, uh, which is <laughs> hilarious. So a mood before we even get into all the things that are about to happen, like they're both drunk. Yeah, they're fucking lit. It's just it's just worth bringing that up before any of this happens because it kind of explains a lot of different angles of what's happening here. It does. When people get drunk on Terrace House, like it can go one of two ways. Yeah, it can it can go south. And this this is interesting because it definitely I would say definitely goes south. Oh yeah, almost immediately. But is also important. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. um they're sitting there at the at the kitchen table just the two of them. Uh Mizuki is talking about how Yudai asked Amy out. Ami. I always say Amy. Amy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> about how she asked uh, Ami out and says, um, quote, she doesn't seem to mind because she doesn't think that Yudai actually likes her. So she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, Ami said yes, because she doesn't think that Yudai is actually into her. Uh, but she says that it would be different if she thought that Yudai was into her. Which is a really weird stance. I don't I don't think that's true. <laughs> so in last week's episode, we were kind of talking about how like. Yudai didn't use the word date and that was going to be the out that Ami tried to use. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a completely different like left field thing. Like, oh, honey, you're like you're grasping for like different like for such an easy out there and you're trying to get something else. Yeah, exactly. It's really bizarre. It's a really it's a really bizarre stance. Um, but Taka is like, hey, we should just support the two of them when they need it. But no more than that and no less than that. Like, let's just not get involved. Let's let the, these two people work it out. It's a very good fucking point. It, yes, it is a good point. Uh, and, yeah. and Mizuki sits there and like kind of ingests that for a minute, and then it's like, nah, no. She's <laughs> like, I, she's like, I, ca- I can't stop lecturing you. Die. Um, she says, "Quote: no, It's it just my happens. fucking lifeblood. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's my hobby. Yeah." She says, uh, "I just get all riled up looking at him." <laughs> she's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Taka's like, Taka in this episode, kind of the voice of reason and wisdom for the most part um it's 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 an interesting thing because he kind of acts like the dad to everyone in the house um but like yeah. i feel like this episode really cements that position that he takes i think they talk in the last episode about how the whole everyone in the house kind of feels like a family and they're all very close and like i think i think that is taka's role in this quote-unquote family yeah he's a father yeah but he says uh quote everyone matures at a different pace you can't force it yeah that's true yeah it is but true. also yeah but, but also, he should have done it a while ago. Exactly. I think that's the thing that Baba says during the panel at one point. She's like, 19 is old enough to understand yes. that you're fucking up. Yes, yeah. it is. 
So Mizuki is like, hey, when we went to the outlets, I had to keep talking him out of buying stuff with his dad's credit card. And like, that's oh my fucking that shouldn't God. be my job. And she says that she was annoyed with him all day and calls him literally, quote, a spoiled brat. Um, she's also worth noting getting kind of loud. Yeah. In this you can see the, the alcohol is kind of. Yeah. It's reverse ASMR. <laughs> it's like making her louder. <laughs> ZSMR. ZSMR. Yeah. So then uh, the skip intro button comes up and we all press it. <laughs> yep. And click. Uh, so we come back on the other side of the intro and we're just still in the same conversation, which is usually a sign on Tara's house that some shit's about to go down. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you cut to the intro in the middle of a conversation, then come back on the other end in that same convo, you know that like something's about to this happen. It's going to be good. Yeah. So Mizuki is like, hey, I just can't like keep scolding you die about stuff like it just that just can't be what i do uh and taka's like well you know he's he's just a kid and mizuki's like but that's avoiding the issue that's you trying to make excuses for his bad behavior um instead of like coming at it head on and taka's like hey i had my heart to heart with this kid like the two of us sat down we like wept openly together and then like took a bath and took a bath together yeah Yeah. he says quote i'm watching over him in my own way which i do think is true yeah they have very different approaches to it like i think what's what's good about this situation in which taka is coming at it one way and mizuki is coming at the other way and shion on they don't mention him but he's coming at it like in a completely different way like taka has got like a fatherly paternal kind of vibe mizuki is just kind of like the tough love uh tough love vibe and then shion is like the concerned older brother you know yeah mizuki's like the older sister who hates everyone right exactly kind of yeah yeah and it's just like why why can't you just be better um yeah so i i think that's i think that's good because like they're covering all the bases of all the ways they're that you covering could like yeah get at someone um unfortunately none of it works you would hope that one of those three scenarios yeah. would work um but sometimes people are just so so headstrong Bad. that it it yeah. just doesn't happen but anyway talk is like eh, i gotta go take a piss because he just drank an unbelievable amount of beer probably uh so he goes and leaves we we cut for time and when we come back taka is walking into the dining room with Xi'an and with yudai and they sit down at the table taka goes off to the corner and like doesn't take part in a lot of this conversation, which I thought was very interesting. He like removes himself from it. He just like brings them in and then leaves. But Chian and yeah. Yudai sit down and Chian's just like, yeah, we heard everything. Like you were you were yelling. Like we heard all yeah. of that. You were very, you were a little loud. Yeah. Yudai is smiling for all of like five seconds. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's the cocky kid, right? And and he always has this smile on his face. Um, But like that fades very quickly as this conversation starts. Uh, So Sean is like, hey, I just thought it would be better if you like said this stuff directly to him instead of just like screaming it down the hallway. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And uh, Mizuki's just like, hey, I just straight up, I can't understand how you're using your dad's credit card. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And uh, thus begins just like a mess. So you guys like I'm planning on paying him back. He says, I have it all calculated in my mind. Um, oh my god, that's not true. <laughs> that sounds like the kind of thing a person would say out loud if like like a like a if you wanted other people to think you were smart but it actually makes you sound dumber, you know? Yeah, I have it all in here. Yeah. So whenever someone talks about like, oh, I have a great a great movie idea. Mm-hmm. It's all in here. Yeah. Just in my mind. I'm, I'm pointing at my temple, that's, podcast listeners. It's like that scene in The Office uh, when they're looking for a replacement boss for, <laughs> for Michael Scott and Will Arnett shows up as one of them. And he's like, I have a three-step plan that's going to help you sell like 10 times more paper or something. Like, oh, can you tell us what that is? He's like, well, I can tell you part of the plan, but I can't tell you all of the plan. Because <laughs> if not, then <laughs> yeah. it's um, so stupid. So Mizuki's like, okay, well, wouldn't it be better to pay for this stuff yourself so you can get it when you know that you can afford it? Like, why wouldn't it be better to not owe people money? Like, wouldn't that make you feel better? And Yudai says that it depends on the season and that he wanted to take advantage of a sale that was happening. (laughs) That sounds like it's like you're playing like a clicker game. Yeah. On your iPhone and it pops up. It's like you just downloaded this and here's like an early bird special. Like you you can only yeah. get this special deal of like 400 green gems uh, in the first two days of you owning this game. It's like, oh, wow, that sounds like a great deal. Yeah, it's like my fucking yoga membership. If I sign up within the first trial month, mm-hmm. I get like $10 off. And I'm like, wow, except I totally need it. Both of our examples are not as expensive as... <laughs> 
sunglasses from Gucci would be. That's true. Although I part. don't think he bought he I don't think he bought them. He didn't buy but them, but he, he he didn't buy them. But he has bought other bullshit well, before. We, we do find out that he did buy something. That's in the right. Outlets. Yeah. So oh in the last God. episode, like we don't see him with anything, so we just like assumed. At least when we talked yeah, about we it, we, just the, assumed we he, thought the better of him. Yeah. I completely forgot that he bought something. Yeah, but Mizuki calls him out for actually like buying shit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, th- this God. this conversation just kind of like escalates into like an actual argument, um, and gets into like gets into Mizuki just like, hey man, you're not cooking. Like you you say that you have this goal. Of, you like, say that this was your chef. thing. This is supposed to be your brand. You were supposed to like be the cook, but what you do is like not even clean the dishes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like good cooks like clean while they cook. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Yudai says, uh, quote, I've been doing as much as I can for my cooking. And Mizuki says, oh, okay. And this is how far you've gotten. This is where you're at. Then. <laughs> I love how angry she is. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he says, you haven't seen me at my all yet. And she's like, okay, so when are you planning on showing us your all? Like, when is that going to happen? Because <laughs> we're all sitting here waiting for it. And Sean's like, yeah. okay, we gotta we gotta chill out oh, for a second down. yeah <laughs> i love this too because he he says quote we're getting a little off track and then like pauses for a second he's like i am on mizuki's side though <laughs> yeah he's like but this is ultimately between yudai and his dad and mizuki's just like well it's fine if you're not embarrassed by it but i would never do that because i would be too embarrassed to do that yeah it's it's really really fucked up yeah like, the more i think about it it is it is really fucked up um and you guys like hey you know everyone has their own set of values you shouldn't be imposing yours on me and like on one hand like i kind i kind of see where he's coming from in in that specific argument but then he uses it in like the wrong way do you know what i mean like no yeah i do he uh here's a, like if he actually thinks that he could pay i don't believe him there is a situation. No, I don't either. There is I a know situation. that he doesn't believe it either. Yeah. His whole argument is like credit cards can be used. Like they're not only there for emergencies. Like they, they are a thing I that you mean, can use. He's not wrong, but that is also not. Doesn't apply to this situation. No, it does not. Yes. Because <laughs> the credit card is not yours. It's not your credit. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like my, like when I got my car, like I pay off my car, but mm-hmm. my credit, I didn't have credit back when I bought my car. So it's under my mom's. Yep. My mom's like social. Yep. So like if if I lose, if I don't pay my car one month, mm-hmm. I don't get screwed over. My mom does. Yeah. Same with me right like now. Yeah. Like that's just so responsible. Like it's I'm I'm hashtag team Mizuki all the way. Like I get weird about money stuff mm-hmm. like, because like I grew up like saving and stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just it's it's irresponsible. Yeah. Uh. So she's like, I would be too embarrassed to do that. Uh, and he's like, everyone has their own set of values. You shouldn't be imposing yours on me. And Mizuki's like, well, here's the thing is that you say, you know, besides you say that your overarching goal beyond just like becoming a good chef is to become independent. Do you think that independence means taking money from your dad and using it to buy sunglasses from Gucci? Good ass fucking point. Yeah, and that that's the thing is like it takes a while. Like this is like a meandering kind of argument, but like that is the point. You know, that is that is like the crux of the argument is like you can't just keep saying that you want to be be like literally was that last episode or two episodes ago. He's like, I stole my dad's credit card and I want to be better than that. And like, yeah, he's like, I want to be independent. That's my ultimate goal. That's what I want. I want to like fend for myself and I don't want my parents to worry about me anymore. It's like, okay, dude, well, you just went to some fucking outlets and bought some like designer shit with your dad's credit card. Like that is not what independence looks like. And also it's the exact same thing that you said you wanted to not do you said again. you wanted to not do and also the fact it's like the gall of this boy like i wish i had enough confidence as this man no sorry this boy does on the show yeah because he he said that he stole his dad's credit card and then he just proceeded to use the fucking credit card yeah. to buy some stuff at the outlet what did he end up buying at the outlet again like i don't know they don't say what it is yeah. they just like mentioned they that don't he say did what it actually is. Like, buy like, up buying some stuff it's it's so i i concede that in this, I I would imagine personally that in this situation, he has his dad's credit card because he's on Tara's house. I imagine he probably asked his dad for it and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna be, yeah. I'm gonna be on this TV show. I'm gonna be in this place, like living with my living with a bunch of other people. Like, I'm gonna need money and I don't have a job. And like, can I borrow it while I'm there? I could see him maybe saying yes to that, even though there is this history of like I stole it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think he stole it for Terra's house if that makes sense yeah i get what you, yeah i get what you mean um so he probably still, actually does have it but it also probably is like an emergency situation credit card that he is using to buy like 
But Random I needed shit. my emergency Gucci sunglasses. <laughs> I needed. An- I needed them. I only had my Louis Vuitton. I needed a Pope outfit for the Met Gala. <gasps> I needed some chain mail. <laughs> I needed some chain mail so I could dress like <laughs> Joan of Arc for the Met Gala. Oh, so good. So anyway, uh, Mizuki's so like, dumb. independence is not buying luxury goods with your dad's money uh and yudai says it's not about the price i like what i like which is not an argument <laughs> which is some sh- that's some shit like kanye would say yeah that's not a point that's not even it's like not a thing it's not even a thought really it's <laughs> no. like doesn't make any sense i got expensive taste yeah you don't you work at a restaurant that hasn't even offered you the he job doesn't work yet. anywhere that's he, no. doesn't, he doesn't have a job no um so shiat is like okay we have to calm down like for real and you yeah. l- says out loud i don't understand like he doesn't understand <laughs> what's happening which I can't believe. And Shion is like, hey, Mizuki knows that you want to be independent and is worried about you. And Mizuki, I think maybe like in that exact moment, because these are the exact words that were said in the last episode, understands that maybe she like crossed the line, maybe, yeah. uh, and says, I got too involved. And then she gets up and leaves like that. That idea, like Mizuki's worried about you and is like grilling you about this thing is literally what she yelled at Yudai for doing to Ami in the last episode. So I see where she's yeah. like, oh, fuck, I just caught myself in my own trap. Like I'm being. Yeah, I can see where she was at least self-aware enough. Yeah. To realize that she was doing some fucked up stuff to Yudai that she was kind of being hypocritical about. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Which shows shows how much of a bigger person she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yudai. I, I, all, I do think that this is different. Like, I, I agree that like there is like a hypocritical air happening here. I do think this is different in that Ami Ami specifically was like bummed and upset with herself for not being able to like figure out what she wants. And like, that was the thing that was worrying her a lot. And then Yudai was like, Mm -hmm. why can't you just figure it out? Just figure it out. It's going to be easy. Just figure it out. Yeah. And then the way he went through it was much worse than the way that. Well, like specifically the fact that Ami knows that it's a problem that she has to deal with whereas in this case yudai does not under like literally just said that he no. doesn't understand why this conversation is happening even <sighs> after I- all of these great points have been made so anyway she's like i got too involved and she gets up uh and 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 kind of walks over behind the bar uh into the actual kitchen where taka is he rejoins the conversation um and he's like hey man look you, you don't have a job yet and when you do get one, you're going to be living paycheck to paycheck. Like you don't have spending money. That's not a th- that's not a thing you have the luxury of having. Um, and he's like, this all of this that's happening right now comes from concern for you. And when he says that, Mizuki starts crying, which is a it's rough. Um, yeah. And Taka is like, hey, you sat us down and you told us that you wanted to be a chef and you wanted to be good at it. You sat me down specifically, I think is what he's trying to say. Like we had this heart to heart about how you were going to work super hard and do that. And then you talked about how you wanted to be independent. And we all bought into that dream. That's like a thing that we all aspire for you. Like we all want you to to uh, raise yourself up to that level. Uh, yeah, we're here trying to help you. Like we're all we're all we all have each other's backs. Yeah. And and you guys response to that very wholesome and very nice thing is like, yeah, I get all of that, but I have my own values and like, uh, I'll see how I can work Mizuki's advice into those values, which means that he won't. No, he's not gonna. And Taka says literally, quote, Mizuki's advice will definitely help you, which I think is like, as that's like as rough as Taka can get in this conversation. Um, but that is like definitely a dig. And he's like, you may not think so right now, but there will come a time when you will understand that her advice is good advice. And like Mizuki starts like, like heavy crying. Like, yeah, it's rough. Yeah. It's really fucked up. And that's, that's where we end. That's where we end that conversation with just like Mizuki's deep sob. It's interesting. Like that, that part is so interesting. Cause like I even rewatching it, I did not remember that Mizuki starts crying during this, but like, yeah, me neither. If you watch her in the background while Taka is talking about like, hey, we all just like care about you and we're concerned and like that's where this is all coming from. Like she is nodding her head in agreement the whole time. It does seem in the beginning of this conversation like she is just doing this out of malice and because she just fucking hates this kid. It is interesting to see her get pushed to the point of tears when you realize that she actually does care a lot. Yeah, out of frustration. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more out of frustration than like pure hate yeah it just sucks because like it, it it's probably really hard for her like she she 
she hustles like she she knows what she wants like yeah. she understands she's not that much older than than Yudai is right and she's trying to like impart some knowledge so that he won't make the same mistakes that like she might have done when she was younger yeah but it's it's just really frustrating when the person that you're trying to help just doesn't want doesn't want to hear it yeah if i can yeah it sucks i've never i've never gotten to the point of crying about it yeah but there i mean like anecdotally there are points in my life where i have tried to help people that just like didn't want to be helped and it got mm-hmm. and like there are points where it got past frustration and became just like sadness you know net uh, yeah like you said like never to the point of like sobbing in a kitchen uh about it but like that moment when you recognize i think in your own brain and in your own like heart and your own being that this person will never be helped by you even yeah. though like they really need it and they don't even know that they should be asking for it like those are rough moments i think yeah it's disappointing yeah. i mean it's 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 like when it's like having your your parent tell you like i'm not upset at you i'm disappointed and then you just not give a shit about it yeah exactly yeah it's it sucks yeah it does anyway so we got to the panel <laughs> uh and hayama who is the new boy prince um i had to look up his name because i was like we've just been calling the new boy prince never, every episode and like yeah, we should maybe he's also never really said anything that we've like talked about until now yeah he says that he's gonna study you die if he ever gets cast uh as a deadbeat the fucking burn which is great Get him. um and yama says uh, I'm sure he'll watch this and learn from his experience on the no, path to won't. independence. No, he won't. Uh, yeah. First of all, I agree with yeah. you. No, he won't. Second of yeah, all, fucking- we jump to Trindle and she says he'll understand when he sees himself. No. Which is a sick burn. Yeah. It's like he's yeah, there's there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell. Actually, I mean, I might cut this out of the episode, but there is um I, I think he like literally on Instagram wrote that he's like totally cool with how he's portrayed in this and like still thinks that yeah he comes off he's looking also great. yeah he's also just keeps flexing on instagram which is not a thing he's a fool anyway so that's the panel um and we jump back to the show and uh, we get this like kind of quick scene where taka and yudai go snowboarding together um there's this like <laughs> when, when when yudai invites himself to talk right, yes yes lesson. in the last episode <laughs> yeah. yudai invites himself um it's really funny so there's this like early 2000s alt rock thing happening there is it's it's like it's so funny the 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 deep dives of like random licensed music that they get for this stuff um but anyway they start snowboarding and you see taka go off of his little jump and he like gets some like real actual air off of it and that's like your first inkling of like oh this guy's about to like do some cool shit and then you guys right behind him and does this little tiny like baby (laughs) baby hop over it and that's the last you see of you die for this whole yeah this whole bit i completely forgot you die was even there me too yeah because then you just watch this like beautifully shot run of taka going down going down the hill and he he's just really fucking good he's yeah, just a good, really he's cool. good at snowboarding and honestly i would not be surprised if he hopefully he he put this in his contract or something uh so he could get that footage and use it for himself and like for his sponsors and stuff god i hope so Cause, probably cause it's good footage i mean he's not naked in it so i don't know if he can actually use it that's but. true that's true that yeah, yeah but exactly um <laughs> uh after that we are in the living room and everyone is there they ask even subasa yeah uh, yeah even subasa <laughs> uh so they ask taka how snowboarding was and taka does this impression of yudai like talking about how good he is at snowboarding uh and everyone's laughing at it and yudai specifically calls ami out for laughing and uh it says like why do you think that was funny and she says he sounded just like you he was just as annoying <laughs> and uh oh but she hates this guy <laughs> yeah it's rough um Ugh. but i get it uh so taka asks like hey who's gonna be home the next day uh and they're all going around um and and they're like oh i'll be home i'll be home and yudai says uh i'm gonna hole up in the kitchen so i'll be here oh my god this is the fucking part yeah and and they're like oh what he's like yeah i'm just gonna hole up there and they're like, okay, what are you going to be doing? He's like, I'm just going to be coming up with recipes. And they're like, oh, wow. So we get to just like hang out and like try all the food that you make. That sounds awesome. Uh, and he says, yeah, yeah, you're welcome to try everything. It's like, okay, cool. So Taka's like, okay, well, you know, now that I know who's home, I am going to be spending most of my day tomorrow, like packing and shipping up all of my products. Um, and I could use some help if anyone is like available and wants to help. Uh, just a reminder, he has his own like brand of snowboarding apparel. I think it's called Brew. I think it's called Brew. Um, it's either Brew so or Dang. 
Oh no, Dang is the sponsor. I love that. Dang Dang is a bon me place that's by my house and it's very good. Oh, is he sponsored by that Dang. place? I hope so. That place is fucking bomb. I just like every time he he has goggles that say Dang on them and I'm like that's fucking good. I love That's so good. That yes. Um anyway, Dang. I think I think his is brew. Uh but anyway, he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I need help like packing and shipping this stuff." Um and Ami says that she will help out because I mean, yeah. she's clearly into him like even even a little bit yes yeah, she's interested in at least something yes there. she is interested i think that is that is the way of, yeah that's the right way of putting it just like a quick note about this i do like that at least in this season so far the idea of someone having their own brand is not like an all-encompassing thing no. about them whereas in aloha state it was like if there's a person who has their own brand like that is their identity and that's the only thing you hear about and that's the only thing that they do you know what though what if like this season hadn't been like what if you hadn't been on this season and they had to find something to fill in the airwaves though yeah that might be a thing where it's just like you know i don't know how to say nothing else was happening it's like how do we fill the time i don't know i guess so although there was that not i'm probably just talking out of my ass but it seems like we're focusing on much bigger things yeah i agree than his brand yeah but he also i mean he snowboards naked he does other stuff i don't know that man. is true yeah. there are that's the thing there are more interesting things about there him are more interesting aspects about him than the brand that he runs and that's not to say that there weren't more interesting things about the other people in aloha state than their brands yeah but eric never never made coffee naked that i know of that's you know? true yeah call out call out Anyway, so everyone goes to sleep, <laughs> except for Ami and Yudai, who are left by themselves. Uh, and Ami is like, oh, God, you're all leaving. <laughs> She's like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's the two of them just sitting there. And uh, there's like this. I can't believe this fucking conversation. There's this long silence. And then Ami just goes, I have a question for you. You say you like to cook. Why don't you cook? <laughs> and uh, True. Yudai says, I don't want to just jump in when everyone else is cooking. And Ami's like. Uh, okay i mean you can help though like you're allowed to help like yeah you don't just have to let these people do that and you guys like well that's not all there is to cooking uh he says i well, i study cooking pretty much every day so when people who haven't studied cooking say things like that i don't like it he's a fucking cooking gatekeeper and i hate this yes 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 that's yes that's so gross yes so ami thank god that Am- I've Ami fucking is who cooked she is. before. God damn it. Fuck you. Ami Ami is good. Yeah. I it's interesting. The first time I watched the season, I was like, if I think I said this in the first episode because I hadn't come around to this opinion yet. But like I, I used to think that if Yudai wasn't on the season, like Ami would be the villain. Ami would be, yeah. No, I agree. I have completely She's very honest. 180 on Ami. I think like, thank God that she is who she is. So anyway, he says that stupid garbage, and she's like, Okay, well, what kind of studying are you doing? And Yudai goes, oh, how to pick ingredients and uh, you know, I, sn- heating, I sniffed that onion. Heating methods, how to sniff onions. It's just like clear that he's bullshitting it and he's like coming up with it yeah. all. Uh, this is this this exact conversation is something that I've had. Yes. Not to not to like not to bring it back to myself, but this exact conversation is like just stuff like something that I've had like countless times before. Mm-hmm with men mm-hmm. <laughs> talking down to me about something that they that they think they're experts on and they're really they not actually yeah. it's mostly been men but i've had this happen before with like other people as well mm-hmm. where it's just it's very disrespectful and it's very gatekeeping yeah and it's like because i guess they expect you to just believe that like oh you've been studying oh that's cool instead of you like expanding like what yeah such as yes and yes and yeah. Yes, and what the fuck have you been cooking? You know. Um. Yeah. It it was it was painful. Yeah. The thing about this situation is just like he is clearly just like trying to pick things out of thin air. You know, like things that he maybe learned Onions. like six or seven months ago. But he says, uh, he says at the end of all of these things, he says, "quote I'm gathering information." You're not writing a a dissertation on like potatoes. Like, what's wrong? I'll say I'll say two things about that. Like on one hand. Yeah, he's definitely not. <laughs> he's definitely not gathering yeah, information. No. <laughs> On the other hand, say he is. Say that say that like this. Okay, so he hasn't been cooking and like people are calling him out on it and like, you know, it's clear that he hasn't been making shit for anyone um because like he made, you know, water that he called soup once and like gave it to <laughs> yeah. people and they all hated it and then he maybe got like discouraged and hasn't been cooking in the house ever since. Like I could see that being the case. There is a possibility that maybe he is like 
on the internet researching cooking methods and things like that and like just not actually like doing any of the stuff like that idea of i'm gathering information is something that drives me nuts yeah i'm gonna like just to get very in the weeds i'll get very in the weeds about this there's this guy do you know gary vanderchuk do you know who gary vanderchuk is no i do not okay so so, no no it's okay so he's this guy who um is like the person that like kind of i don't want to say invented invented isn't the right word but he's like the guy who kind of like figured out on a very large scale how to uh market on social media like he was like the okay he was like one of the first people like using youtube and twitter and all those things to like sell people shit essentially uh, and he has this like very braggadocious, loud kind of vibe. Um, oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah he, he's I don't know. He's kind of become like more famous and whatever. But he owns this like gigantic uh, social advertising firm now. But he has a very public persona where he has like these YouTube videos and these podcasts and stuff where he basically will just like answer people's questions about how to do this. And what's really interesting is that there's like. There's like a lot of people that follow him. Like I'm not a, I'm not like a huge fan of his or whatever. Like I read one of his books when I was in high school. I was like, oh, "Okay, I get it." And then like that was kind of it. But there are people who will like hang on every word that he says. Yeah. You know, the last It's a little cultish. Yes. It is a little cultish. And and I find that what happens with those kinds of people and like you could copy paste what I'm talking about to most kinds of people, I think, or like most like semi-famous people. There are a lot of people that follow him that are like waiting for him to say the one thing that's going to like trigger their brain and and make them go out and like know how to like suddenly I know how to make my business viable or like suddenly I know how to do everything. Yeah. Instead of what you should be doing, which is doing like anything. Yeah. Like you can't spend all of your time watching YouTube videos, like whether it be on you know, how to market on social media or how to cook and like not actually market on social media or actually cook. Like, yes, you have to actually just try and do the thing oh my God. and learn this yourself. Is, this is this is so true on so many levels. So I like the with the work that I do, mm-hmm. I work a lot with voice actors. So like I go around like the person that I go to conventions with is a voice actress. Yeah. Um, actor, I guess. Uh, and so a lot of times people come up and ask her the same questions like, what should I do to to break into the voice acting field. Yeah. And I see this so much with voice acting that she just goes, just, just do get it. acting yeah. classes, just like do stuff. And we're like, all right, but like, no, what's like the secret to getting into it? It's like, that's a fucking secret. Yes. Like, you just have to work. Yeah. Like put yourself out there. And it's the same with people like coming up and like asking me to like review your portfolios and like give advice on how to like be an animator. I'd be like, first of all, I'd be like, well, first like I'm new to the industry. This and that, but this is that what I did to like get in. Yeah. Most of the stuff you have to do is like do art, like do animations, practice animation. You're not going to be good from like one day to the other. Right. It's you can't just watch a YouTube video and suddenly know how to do everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I've, I've watched YouTube videos and like, I guess I know how to make cheesecakes and stuff. <laughs> right. But I don't make a living off of my cheesecakes. I don't pay off my dad's credit cards with cheesecake. The important part though, is that you watch the YouTube video and then you made the cheesecake. And then I made the fucking cheesecake. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the second step? What Udai is saying is that he just watches the video on how to make the cheesecake and is like, now I've gathered that information into my brain. So now I know how to make the but, cheesecake forever. Like, that's not how it works. You're going to fuck it up the first time you try works. and make it. Yeah, that's not how cheesecake works, my man. That That's, I don't know. I, I know that's, that's a long point to make about one specific sentence, but the idea <laughs> of I'm gathering information is something I wrestle with so often. No, it makes me so angry. It makes me very angry. So thank you for, thank you for bringing yeah, it up. Just, Hey, if you're out there and, and there is something that you want to be doing and you're quote unquote gathering information about it, like stop it, just try and make the thing like, yes, there is a certain level of information that needs to be gathered first, but like the best thing that you can do for yourself is find a gap that you have to build a bridge across. I find like, yeah, just do the thing. And if you run into a roadblock, like figure out how to get around it and then you'll know how to get around it forever from that point on or you'll know how to avoid it in the first place. No, that's 100 percent the thing. Like you can't expect to the first cheese example, the first cheesecake I made like melted, Mm -hmm. like it like imploded on itself. Yeah, because I fucked up and I didn't use the correct measurements. Yeah, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't tried to make the cheesecake first. Exactly. I don't know. It's people are a lot of people are afraid to fail. 
Um, yeah. Not to say that this is a thing with like our generation or anything, but like a lot of people are afraid to fail, period. Totally. So that's just something that you need to you need to do. Yeah. I mean, how many times did we like goof up with this pod? I mean, like the amount of stuff that we've learned <laughs> with this very podcast since the first oh, episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. A lot. No, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, everything, everything's a learning experience. And sometimes like watching YouTube videos, watching videos is good. Gathering information is good, mm-hmm. but you got to do something with that information or else you're just going to end up forgetting it. You got to do it. Nike, just do it. Nike, just do it. I was about to say <laughs> that earlier. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. Cause I'm not riled up. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Udai says I'm gathering information and then there's this very long, awkward pause where the two of them are just on their phone and Yudai suddenly th- breaks the silence by saying, are you free this week? If you're free, let's do something. And Ami's response is, why me? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. And uh, what's the place that they want to go to? Q- they wanted to go to... Kyukanuizawa, like I think it's called. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly. They don't end up going. No. Um, no. Yudai's like, oh, you've never, you've never been to that place, right? I hear the mood is really nice. And Ami goes, yeah, about the mood, like the idea of like fireworks and like fall leaves and like, I just don't care about any of that. Like, I just have absolutely no interest <laughs> in that. She says, I, I need like a reason to go out. Like I need like an amusement park where there's like a set reason to be there. And, uh, there's like, I don't know. I don't know why this is his response, but, uh, Yudai just completely, I don't know, non sequitur is like, I need to be more of an adult. You still see me as a kid, right? And she's like, yep. Yeah. Well, she's <laughs> honest. Yeah. Um, she's like, you have to show Mizuki. You just have to not be cocky anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You have to show her that, that you're not the little Garbo. Little Garbo. The little Garbo that she was talking about. The little Garbo that couldn't. The little Garbo that couldn't. He really couldn't. No. He tried, but he really couldn't. Yeah. So dumb. I just can't believe that yeah. he goes from this like this conversation where he is like a shitty gatekeeping chef who is like trying to put her down for asking valid questions. Yes. Yes. A valid question about your irresponsibility to suddenly thinking this is going great. I should ask her out. I should ask her on a date. Why me? It's incredible. <laughs> Why me? God, I think Taka so describes it as um, going from lying down in bed to doing a handstand. Tokui, not Taka. I was gonna say, damn, damn, Taka's watching this shit with us too. <laughs> anyway, which is it's okay. a it's a very good metaphor. It is, yeah. So anyway, in the next scene, it's the next morning. It's not even really. It's like it's eleven. It's eleven a.m. So it's technically morning, but like it's eleven a.m. Taka's in the this garage. This fucking part. Yeah, Taka's in the garage. He's he's working. He's sorting his clothes. He's packing his clothes. Um, and uh, Subasa comes out and is like, "Oh, hey, you're up. I'm also up. I'm heading out to like go work and stuff. Uh, I'll be back to help you." later which is very nice um yeah it's so sweet and uh as soon as she's gone ami shows up to help and taka's like oh hey what's up is yudai awake and she goes the kitchen is clean even though he declared <laughs> it yesterday <laughs> um, uh, and then there's a shot of yudai asleep just sleeping with his with his little pandas yeah and taka's like oh, okay whatever anyway i feel bad for having you help me out because uh, this is like literally a job that you're doing uh and she's like that's fine i'll take milk as payment like if you want to pay me in milk that's fine and they're having this like weird but okay it's like yeah it, it is weird but <laughs> it's kind of like a flirty thing it is a flirty thing i think it's important to note that like she is smiling and laughing in a way that she has never done with you die the whole yeah, time she is not thinking why me right exactly <laughs> she's like why not me yeah why not me nike just do it yes and yes and is what she's saying um yeah and uh she starts talking about like her whole deal she's she's like hey i uh have kind of figured out a plan at the moment like i don't really want to jump into modeling and i don't really want to jump into job hunting just yet um i just want to finish college which like which is a a, a really solid plan admirable thing if you can do that um yeah and taka's like hey that's fine you know i Everyone has different paths in life. Uh, and he says, if, if another opportunity presented itself, I would take it. Yeah. And he gives some what I think is great advice. He says everything at 80 percent, every single thing, eating, drinking, working, <laughs> everything, do everything at 80 percent, giving 100 percent all the time is too tiring. You're going to burn yourself out. It's not worth it. Everything. It's really good advice. It is good advice, I think. Yeah. Until you find that thing that you want to give 110 percent to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So good. So right after this, uh, it's noon and you can tell it's noon because like there's some, uh, I think like church bells or something in town. Yeah. I think off. there's like a, I don't know. I don't think it's a church bell, but it's like a bell. Yeah. It is. It is a noon. Yeah. It's the noon bell. It's the noon bell. The Kuroizawa noon bell. Anyway, there it's lunchtime and they're wondering if Yudai cooked anything and he probably didn't because they just cut to nighttime. Yep. Whoops. Oh man, that's like embarrassing. How great would it be if the next shot was Yudai cooking? It would have been so good. It's like, oh man, he's actually doing it. He's like, really? It would have been so good. He's getting it. That's the th- I think I said that in the last episode, but like I am also at the I'm not angry, I'm just disappointed phase with Yudai. Yeah. It's like, yeah, me too. it just sucks. Just so stupid. What a what a dumb. Because as a viewer, anyway. we want to see him achieve his dreams too. It's not I want to see to watch him I want to see anything. Out. No, yeah. it's painful. It's really painful. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> Man, it super stinks. Anyway, after that is nighttime, and the girls are in the living room, uh, and Ami's like, "Hey, Subasa, you're going out uh, on that date with Shion tomorrow. You excited about it?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm excited about it." And Ami's like, "Oh yeah, it's just gonna be the two of you all day. That's that's like a big hurdle." Subasa's so like, oh shit, is it? Oh, I get, I guess it is. Oh, yeah. I wasn't nervous, but now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Which is cute. Yeah. And the next morning, Xian is sitting at the kitchen table and Subasa shows up and they uh, hop in a car and they drive off. I really love that on the chalkboard, they both wrote foot bath with Xian and foot bath with Subasa. With Subasa. I love it's that. Cute. It's cute. It's, it is very cute. Yeah. And while they're in the car, Subasa, this is like a really kind of like, interesting and poignant thing Suasa brings up like she's never around which like we all know but it's because she has work and she can't get out of work obviously like she lives yeah in Kuruizawa always and like she's supposed yeah. to live there and she has you know her hockey team and stuff um but she talks about like how being at work all the time can be just as lonely as anything else like even though you're surrounded by people yeah. like helping them out like she's a personal trainer like even though you are like technically training other people like that doesn't fill the same reservoir that like hanging out with your friends does that's not like it's not like all human interaction is is the same you know um yeah and and she wants i i guess more of the good kind the kind that like is refreshing which i think is interesting um i just think that's a very poignant thing to say in like one sentence i was like really surprised by that i was kind of taken yeah. back like oh shit that's like kind of heavy anyway they get to the hot spring uh and it's apparently famous subasa recognizes it from tv uh, there are people taking pictures all over the place. Uh, yeah, I guess it's like famous for some reason. And uh, they find the footpath and they get into the footpath. And uh, Shion's like, hey, you mentioned in the car that you don't like open up to other people very often. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm just like a shy person in general. And uh, he says, you should show that side of yourself more. It's cute when you're shy, he says. Oh. And she's like, yeah, you don't think that that's not like a real thing that you think think people think yeah and he says you've never seen yourself blush which is oh kind of an adorable thing it's kind of a player thing to say i don't trust this man and uh there's like a time jump uh and he's like yeah we'll take things slow um like i'll wait for you to open up your heart a bit or something along those lines um and she's like oh i'm you know i'm myself right now and he's like oh cool i'm happy to hear that and uh that that's it for that scene that was that was almost as refreshing as the rest of this episode. Yeah, I look if we're if we're still on team like Shion question mark. He says all the right things. He does. That's the thing. You know, that's the thing. I've played enough dating sims to know that yes. a man who says all the right things is also like the sadistic asshole. Yeah, I'm so concerned. I don't know. It's a, I think it's because. I don't trust anyone else in the house. <laughs> and Subas is the one person that I'm really rooting for and I know is going to not disappoint me because mm-hmm. everyone else in the house has been exhausting. Yeah. That I just, I just, I want to protect him so much, protect Subasa so much that I don't trust Shion. Yeah. It's like I'm her overbearing father. I don't know if we may have mentioned this in an earlier episode, but I think it deserves to be said again. Like, if Shion is actually evil, we'll, we'll say, we'll say evil. <laughs> If Xi'an is actually evil, I think he's the kind of evil where we will never find out. No. Because, like... He's the kind of evil that will, like, turn your ass... Like, he will narc on you and then apologize for that thing happening to you about saying that he was narc on you. I just think, like, if this is his plan, right? If, if his plan is, like, I want people to spoon over me, and that's that's my whole goal, and, like, 
part of that plan is pulling off this date this well. Like he nails this date. Like he, he killed fucking it. Fucking kills it. Yeah. If this is him faking it, then he's operating at such a high level of evil that we will never find yeah. out that he is evil. Like this he's gonna get away with like, the heist. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If it's Susan, like 2025. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that far away from now. Yeah. Honestly, I just realized he's like Ocean's 100. You know. There we go. Yeah. God. So smooth. He's too smooth. I don't trust. I don't trust a man who's too smooth. Yeah. I don't trust a man whose Tinder profile looks perfect. Yeah. I shall don't trust no men. <laughs> that's just my that's the, my that's motto. The but move. you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's my. It's my four cents. That said. That said, this is my favorite scene in the entire episode because it's been a fucking clusterfuck. Me too. Honestly, like I hope. That we both shove our feet in our mouth, like at the end Me of too. part one or part two, or sorry, Me at the too. end of like part two, I guess. And it's just like, oh, we were wrong about all of this with Gian. He's great. Good for him. But before I shove my foot in my mouth, I will go into that foot bath because that looked very relaxing. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we come to the panel. Uh, they talk about how uh, Udai's excuses for not cooking <laughs> with everyone uh like kind of only work if you're an iron chef like you have to be like a famous chef to be like no actually i won't cook with you yeah like robert flavor yeah <laughs> bobby <Robert> flay flavor <laughs> you have to be like robert flavor <laughs> aka bobby flay to be able to like pull that stuff off uh-huh and here's the thing uh, you're still an asshole if you do that you're still an asshole yeah that's still like a really really mean thing to say and do yeah but people will let let you get away with it if you're Robert Flavor. Yeah. But you're not. You're Udai Arai. Who, uh, who was that? That um, Was that Gordon Ramsay that just had to rate all of the Iron Chefs? Oh, no, that wasn't Gordon Ramsay. Wasn't it Alton? I think it was Alton Brown. It might have been Alton Brown. They had to rate all the Iron Chefs. I think, and then he put Bobby Flay at the bottom. Brown, yeah, because I think Alton Brown is on Iron Chef Gauntlet. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Did you see this episode of Hot Ones? It was like one of my favorite Yeah, things. it was really, really good and yeah. weird. It was really weird. Yeah. What a weirdo. Anyway, we cut back to the show uh, for our last scene, and it's uh, Subasa and Taka at the dining room table. Uh, and Taka asks how the date went. Uh, he's like, how was she on? Subasa says, he was really great. He took the lead. Uh, and Taka's like, yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, it's it's nice to be able to just like sit back and relax and just like let the date happen to you, which is true. Um, it's true. And uh, Subas is like, how, how about you? Like, everything's going on your end. And Taka's like, yeah, I don't think I'm ready yet. Like, it's still kind of early. And he's like, all right. He's like, Ami's cute, though. But she's kind of like a little sister. Mm. But maybe I'm interested in this mm. person that I Stop. just called my little sister. Stop it. Bad. Stop. Stop. You can't do that. Taka makes it through the whole episode unscathed <laughs> and then throws it in the trash in the last line. <laughs> And he's like, I'd smooch my sister. Had a whole, he had a whole week of wins. Ah, I mean, it's just weird. It is weird. Don't do it. Winners and losers. Winners and losers. Subasa win. Winner. What a win. What a good win. Easy. We just had a date happen to her. So good. Yeah. Easy win. Um, easy a. Shion, I'm gonna put tentative win. I'm gonna. I'll turn this into a loss if we find out that he's hurting Subasa. Yeah, I think so too. But I think it's a win. Yeah, I think it's a win. Because uh he kind of mediated the whole thing with Mizuki. Yeah, I think he did a good job. Yeah, I think he did a good the job with that too. Yeah, he wins. He also wins like me. having having the Here's the thing. Regardless of what Xian's overall thing is, I do appreciate his presence in the house as the person who like is inquisitive about everyone else's life. And like yeah. genuinely, it seems does like even if he read how to make friends and influence people and is like only doing it because of that, <laughs> like it still makes for good TV that he's asking all yeah. of these people about themselves and just like letting them kind of tell him their life story or their life stories. Like, yeah, that's interesting. What is yeah. troublesome is that nobody's asked him anything about himself yet. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. How much do we know about Shion? Yeah, I saw I saw him shirtless at that at that at thing. The axe body spray. Shoot. Yeah, the Axe body spray. Do we know if he uses Axe body spray? Because that'll make me immediately not trust yeah, him. Yeah, true. Smell of vision. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, that's Gian. Who, uh, who's next? I the next four. I think are gonna be difficult. Yeah, Taka. Taka. You know what? I think Taka wins. He did say that fucked up thing. 
but he is not the loser of this episode. <laughs> I agree. I think, like, honestly, I I was more impressed with Taga than anything else in this episode. Yeah. Every almost with the exception of the one shitty, stupid thing. Oh, at the, the one end. time that he was like, I probably like, screw my I'd sister. I kiss my sister. But... Yeah. Like at at every other point in this episode, he is like genuinely dishing some good advice and some like yeah, like the eighty percent thing. I'm gonna put that on my on my vision board you should we should make a shirt that's like 80 percent of the nike logo and it says just do 80 percent of it <laughs> i love that actually i would love to do that um anyway uh taco taco wins taco wins yeah I, th- I think he gives some very like measured level-headed responses and like really tries to talk to Yudai during that like confrontational scene in a way that seems respectful, even though he is like very much chastising him, you know? Yeah. Let's say Ami. Let's, let's do Ami next. Ami. Ami wins. Oh yeah, she definitely wins. Actually, I thought that was going to be yeah. harder than it was. Yeah, no, Ami yeah, wins. She, she didn't wins. do anything. She, she said, why me? <laughs> she, yeah, she said, why me? Um, she calls Yudai out on his bullshit multiple times. Helps yeah, she, Taka. Honestly, she... Yeah, she helps Taka and doesn't doesn't make a weird like a big deal about it. Yeah, yeah, good. And she doesn't. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, she wins the fi- the final two. I mm-hmm. I think we could talk about Yudai. Like Yudai is a, an obvious lose, right? Yeah, yeah. No, he 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 loses one hundred percent. I don't know if we need to explain why he loses. Like he just no. loses. Just listen to the episode. I think you've already listened to yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know what this is going to get edited down to, but we're an hour and 32 minutes into recording at the moment, and yeah, about an hour granted, and 30 though, minutes of that has been us shitting on Yudai, so. Yeah, I mean, no, there was like at least like 20 minutes of us talking about um, about Zendaya at the Met Gala, but. That's true. But there's, there's a, a, a big chunk of it has been like us, us like pooping on Yudai. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so he loses. Yeah, he loses. Okay, Mizuki, this is the one that I actually want to like think about for a second i think she wins i think she wins mostly because she understood where she went wrong in that confrontation and she owned up to it yeah i am i actually also am gonna put her at a win yeah i'm gonna put her at a win here's my my logic behind that is the fact that her yelling at yudai it is kind of revealed later and just in the fact that she is like moved to tears comes from a place of concern and worry for him and not from a place of malice, which is where I initially thought this was coming from. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of commendable. Um, and yeah, it's kind of a really big thing that she also like understood that she was overstepping her bounds. Yeah. And just, just and even when she was drunk, she was like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, and just the fact that she's rounding out that trifecta of like different ways to get at Udai to try and like get him to sh- get his shit together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a weirdo. And uh, that's everyone. That is everyone. Good episode, honestly. Good, a really good episode. Yeah, I like it. It was exhausting, but it's yeah, a very good. It's episode. exhausting, but like as I was watching it, I was like, man, I cannot wait to record this episode. <laughs> I know. God, this, I think this was the first episode that like I when I first watched it. I like finish it and then like I finished the entire season and then I went back to watch this episode <laughs> specifically because I was like, man, this is this is good TV. Yeah, it's really, really good. And I, I'm if I'm not mistaken, at least for I think the rest of this part is really good. Like every episode oh, that's left. Fuck yes. Anyway, let's let's wrap this up, anyway. I guess. Let's go. Uh, hey, uh, if you hey. like the show, head over to apple podcasts and give us a rating and a review it would be yeah. very nice of you and it would help a lot um yeah it'd be cool you can follow us on twitter we're at no script at all we are on facebook you can just go there and type in no script at all and you will find us there and hey we also have a theme song it's called young by ryan mitchell gray off the album na plus ultra go check it out it is on spotify and everywhere else it's a good album uh, very good uh, the links to all the things i just mentioned are in the show notes of this episode so you can just go down there and click on those or tap on them with your finger because it's 2018 and you're doing this on your smartphone um, probably if not who are you yeah who are you who 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 if you're listening on anchor leave us a voice message yes if you're listening on anchor head over there 
press that teal button, shoot us a voice message. Yeah, just say hi. Say hey, what's up, man? Just check it in. Um. Anyway, all that having been said, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. All that been said, my name is Andrew Caprini. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. Halfway through that episode, I've really started craving a pizza. Pizza. Pizza.